Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, (laughs) culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Talk To Me. Talk to Me is a 2023 Australian supernatural horror film directed by Danny and Michael Philippou in their feature film directorial debut. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Uh, I tell you what, uh, I'm feeling patriotic. Yeah. I feel like standing up singing the national anthem. Well, maybe uh, let's not go too far. Working class man <laughs> by oh, okay. Jimmy Barnes. There oh. we go. There we go. <laughs> by Shannon Noll? By Shannon, Shannon Noll cover? Did he do a cover of Working he did. Class That was man? when he won Australia. Oh, did he? No, he didn't win, did he? No, sure. He won Australian Idol. He famously did not win Australian He didn't win. Guy Sebastian won. Guy Sebastian won. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon Noll yeah. did a cover of Working Class Man. Wow. I've got to say, it was powerful. Because okay. he did that and he also did um, the cover of um, uh, What About Me? was the big one too. That's right. And uh, drive, that was after drive yeah. by uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Robin Hood guy. What's his yeah. name? Uh, you know, you know exactly who I mean. Robin Hood, Brian guy. Adams. Why? What's his relation to Robin Hood? Didn't he do that song for Robin Hood? Oh, okay, Prince oh, okay. of Thieves. Yeah, I mean that's like Brian. You're talking Brian Adams. Am I? Did he do yeah, the song Drive? Like you would never. Am I no, thinking about somebody else? Sorry, but no one would ever say Brian Adams, the Robin Hood guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Okay. Charlie agrees with you. Yeah, yeah. There's a dog here. Yeah. There's a new guest on the pod. Yeah. His name is Charlie. He's a troublemaker. If you follow mm. us on Instagram, you would have seen a post about Charlie. This beautiful boy. <laughs> He's got a lot of opinions. Uh, so this movie. Fucked. Fuck. Incredible. Hell, so good. This is why I'm feeling patriotic, boys, because cinema yeah. is alive and Australia is keeping it alive. These, so these boys, I remember being a teenager and watching the Racka Racka videos. Yeah, yeah. That's some psycho shit. Yeah, I, I remember loving it, like thinking it was so funny. Because it would be like, as an example, it was like Ronald McDonald in a video, but he's a psycho. Yeah, like, right. he, yeah. he starts off calm and then he starts like bashing kids right. and killing people. And, like, and just goes, goes into a chicken shop at one point who's like the rival across the street and right. starts shooting up the, sh- like, the shop. And <laughs> yeah. I remember being a te- teenager and being like, this is hilarious. This is a funny And very well ever. shot. They, like, yeah. they were cool. They did good action. And, and yeah, the beginnings of like spooky stuff. Mm. Went back and watched it. In the lead up to seeing this movie, because yeah, yeah. I was like showing a younger co worker, I'm like, yeah, these guys, you'll love it. It's great. And we watched it, and he was just like, 
it's a bit fucked. And I was like, yeah, really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's that thing of when, like, we're all in our 30s now. Mm. And so, like, when we were teenagers, like, yeah, that's cool as. And then, like, I also work with a lot of people who are a lot younger than me now. Right, right. And, um, geez, the disconnect is massive. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a chasm. I made an Austin Powers joke the other day. And oh, one yeah. of them was like, what's that? And I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm a, we're old. Yeah. But Austin Powers still rips, just FYI. Austin Powers does still yeah, rip. Okay. It's funny that you feel old because you do work one. with a lot of old, old people. Yeah, right? I do. Yeah. So I have like, I, I cop both ends of the spectrum. The yeah. old people don't find any of that stuff cool because they're 900. <laughs> and then I work with a bunch of like 23-year-olds. Right. Yeah. Oh, You're like, where are all my millennials at? <laughs> right? Yeah. Where are yeah. they? Help. <laughs> Please. This, this, though, this is great. Like, um... We don't cover a lot of Australian. Have we? I'm trying to think of Australian stuff we've done. We've done some Shani, uh, Lake Mungo. We, we There's a big Aussie Lake, one, Lake Mungo. We're yeah. missing Wolf Creek. Oh, Wolf Creek. From Wolf Creek. We've we... done Saw, which is technically Australian. Yeah, well, we'll give that. yeah, yeah. Big and Aussie flavor. Well, even like Lee, uh, Visible Man. That's Lee Wan or anything with James yeah. Wan is technically an Australian director, right? Yes, they're not Australian <laughs> films. Though. Yeah, no, that's yeah. and that's, that's that's the thing about this. Yeah, that's the thing about this one is like. It fucking, you could smell the Australian oh, coming off the screen. I think this is the most relatable and possibly terrified I've been in a cinema because I was like, when they were showing like the, the house parties and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and the vibes of them, they're not like, like Australian teen house parties mm. are not like the American blowout parties no, that we no, see no. ad nauseum on TV and film. Yeah. They're like this, where there might be 20 people there, some people do not want to be there, and it's a bit shit. Yeah. And it's at someone's house. But there is also that, like, that hint of danger. At least this is, this is my experience. Yeah. yeah. There's an element of, like, something could go wrong here. Something go wrong here, because, again, especially, like, this is sort of Adelaide. It's in Adelaide, but I think it's, like, slightly suburban country Adelaide. We all kind of grew up in a somewhat similar surrounds to that. None of us were, like, yeah, city, city metro no. boys. The, the country element adds to it. Yeah. For, for us specifically. But, yeah, it's not like in America where it's, like, the rich person's parents have gone away and it's a party no, no, at the no. mansion. Yeah. It's, no, it's at a dodgy little house. Yeah. And sometimes the parents were there but didn't give a shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. As well as, like, everyone's bored enough to make some bad decisions. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're looking for a high for our Saturday night and, you know, yeah, there's binge drinking going on, but that's clearly not enough. I have been to parties where I know that if that hand had have rolled out, People, I would have had a crack. People would have had a crack. That's yeah, the thing. Like, definitely. 100%. Australians are dumb as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at a party like that once and someone poured a bit of petrol on the carpet and then someone else lit a match and threw it down. Like, yeah. 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 It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been at parties where people have been fighting with fluorescent light tubes. Yep. On Oof, trampoline. I've seen that. Not on the trampoline. That's a new one. Like, yeah. like Jedi style. Yeah. 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 I get that. There's an appeal to that. There's an appeal to all to all of it. Checking the fixtures in here. Yeah, <laughs> Damn. Damn. Right, Nah, scaredy boys retreat. No fluorescent lights. No, no, no. no. Give me those tubes. But like, yeah. And so for me, I like the anxiety was there, especially because like I was a, I was definitely more of a shy kid. Like I think I've said before. And so those parties were intimidating at the very least as well as i was like raised to like no you'd be a good boy so like i would have one beer and feel like the biggest rebel in the world <laughs> meanwhile you know people are over in the corner doing coke or whatever yeah, like yeah. um and so yeah the idea of like this peer pressure for something more dangerous in this setting is so relatable and so real and then like for us obviously especially the australiana of it all mm. you've got these accents you've got these characters you're like i know that fucking kid yes <laughs> i know that confident yeah. guy he's like i mean mate come on buddy just give it a go you and like yeah maybe they are even looking out for you with the understanding that if you actually kind of lean in you like you give into the peer pressure a bit you kind of do become part of the group yeah like there's sort of this malice but it's not actually malice and it's just the dynamic i want to touch on that is 
the encapsulation of that is yeah. Haley and um, the name of the other guys escaping, but the two that have the hand. Yes, they were great. Their like, relationship, friendship, antagonistic, partnership, being like the experts of this thing, but also they're like a bee's dick older than you are, but that just gives yeah. them a level of yeah. other world, yep. otherworldliness that they know what this is. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. At all. Also love too, there's, the, there's that party or Australian party element of like, if you were to run into these kids at school, it's like, right. we're not in the same circle. Get the fuck no, away no, from fuck off. But yeah. if you somehow find yourself at the party yep. and do the thing they're pressure, peer pressuring yep. you to do, suddenly it's like, everyone's mates. We are best everyone's mates cool. now. Yeah. yeah. And so that, it captured that really exactly. nicely. Exactly. And like, especially at that age, that's the fucking golden ticket. Like, yeah. you, like if you have a dream in that situation, it's to be accepted and be part of that clique. And yeah. so- who was our main character's name? I'm blanking on it. Um, was it Sophie? Uh, Mia. Mia. Sophie Mia. Wild yeah. is the name of the actress. Mia. That's right. Yeah. And like, obviously they set up, which to me is crazy because like, I think she's gorgeous and cool immediately. I don't understand yeah. why everyone's like, oh, this idiot's here. I'm like, really? She yeah. seems so cool. Anyway, that's just my take. But um, like, clearly for her, that's what she wants. She's desperate to go to this party. Her friend is cooler than her, even though she seems like pretty awful to me. And so, yeah, she wants this so bad. And she obviously, with the mum element, she's also looking well, for something. Exciting I think that factors escape. into why people don't want to be around her. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. she's a bit of a downer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's yeah. gone through this horrible thing with her mum, and people right. are kind of like, oh, fuck, she's here. This is awkward. Now. Yeah. yeah. And it's she, actually yeah. perfectly encapsulated by Hayley. It's a. Hayley's my favourite character in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But that line when they're walking into the party and it's like, are oh, you fucking babysitting because it looks like it? And everyone's like, whatever. And then Mia walks in and just, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just so loud. Like, not even, like, quietly to yourself. Yeah. Like, a, oh, fuck. Just yeah. like a, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. And, like, on those characters of Hayley and the other guy who- Joss who, is his name. Joss, thanks, man. Like, are you right? Like, they're, they're, they're speaking with such confidence. Again, it's like- you know, the guys who've got some drugs at the party or whatever. And they're like, no, no, look, he's, it's all right. You just do this much. We'll look after you. Here's what, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll go on your trip. Like, You're going to be good. They've done a degree in pharmacology or some shit. Like they do nothing. They are dumb <laughs> shit. You got high in the back of a station wagon right. in your uncle's paddock. Relax. <laughs> now you're talking as though <laughs> I've been through all this. I know exactly what I'm talking about. And then the moment that I love is when it all goes fucking tits up, which we'll get to in a bit. But when it does and they are like, we got to get the fuck. Like you can see yeah, that the yeah, ear of it. confidence is gone. Yeah. And they're like, we've just got to get out. We need to get out of here. Because of course they're so culpable for the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Just on the kids element and the teens element, the actors are so fucking good. Yeah, like, right. All of them. Like, from Riley, the brother, to, yeah. to Sophie Wilde, who touched on the, her friend, the sister, is great. Mm. Duckett, the the, the yeah, guy, yeah. is a bit of a weird dude. Like they're all, yeah. they all kind of fit. They're all perfect. Like yeah. they're all such great actors, and they're all such, giving such really big performances. Mm. Yep. But that are also very natural. But at no point does it feel like sometimes when you watch an Aussie film, it feels like we're the Australianness is being put on a bit, big time. But yeah, this isn't yeah. in that. It just, it just no, feels no. so natural. Everyone in this movie, they're going to be fucking watch out. Oh, I've big watched time, the yeah. fuck out. Got a note too that Miranda Otto is awesome in this. Oh, hell yes, playing dude. the mum role and like just a great character too. She has yes. a lot of funny moments that are yep. just the party bit where she's like trying to catch them all out from me. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just a great, great character who yeah. could have like you could have had a really one note mum character and often in these horror movies that focus on the kids like the parents yeah. are not really a factor at all or, but or she they're good. just like annoying yeah getting in the way like where again like she was she still fit that sort of initial antagonist in terms of yeah they want to have the party and she is trying to like figure it out and everything like that but again because they've given her a real character she feels like a mum we know she's like well, if you're going to act like adults, I'm going to swear at you and call you yeah. out and all the rest but of it. I also love too, it's a layered performance by her as well because you have like 
the bit where things go really bad for her son and mm. she turns on Mia. Yes. But then she f- she kind of comes back the other way as well. Yeah. She's like, I'm she so has sorry. empathy for her and compassion. I can't and, I did yeah, that. Yeah. Right. And brings her back in and then things go bad. And then, yeah, it's it's a, I thought it was a really great performance. Yeah. And I haven't, like, we've seen her, we've done a couple of movies now, I think, with her for Scaredy Boy. She was in Annabelle Creation, wasn't oh, she? Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. too. She was yeah, the mum in the, that, I think. The, yeah. the woman, the party's well, the, the, wife yeah, who yeah, wouldn't leave that room. I think she's a great actress. I just haven't seen her in heaps of stuff recently. Yeah. I think notably she just sticks in my head because of Lord of the Rings. Of course. You know, that's yeah. 20 years you know. ago. So. Our yeah. Miranda. She was great. Yeah, she was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in this is is humming. And yeah. it, it makes me excited for the future of both Australian film with Philippos putting, yeah. putting together this. Yeah. There is a sequel has been greenlit or a prequel has been greenlit. And that's really exciting. A sequel has already, yeah, which is like huge. And on them, I shared a video with you boys that I'll direct the listeners to. So if you just go on the Rucka Rucka channel, I think it's their most recent video because they actually got kicked off YouTube for a bit or something like that. Um, and that makes sense. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that video is of Ronald McDonald killing kids. Right. Uh, and the video I'm talking about is called uh, We Made a Horror Movie or something like that. Um, and it's this beautiful 12-minute video of them. It's sort of like a slightly behind the scenes, but also them going to Sundance. Uh, and it starts off with basically, yeah, you kind of come in after they've made the film, which they did a lot of independent funding for, which in this country is very fucking hard to do. Yeah. Really, really hard. It's, but- it's funny just on the funding yeah. thing. You can tell like the difference between a movie that's being made here and a movie like in the States. Yeah. Is at the start of a movie in the States, you might get two or three production companies or like financing bodies that come up. Yeah, yeah. Them. For Talk To Me, there's about eight right. before you get to like the actual movie because yeah, it's yeah. like financed by Screen Australia, South Australian Film Festival, a bunch of other things, yeah. a little bit more, <laughs> A24, Rucka Rucka, two more things, yeah. Jordan Peele maybe, <laughs> this one, uh, and ANZ Australia. Like it's just- <laughs> but, even, but even like half of those came on after it had already been made. Like the yes. actual filming of it, literally like a lot of it was independent in the terms of like people they knew were putting money forward. And they did have some options for funding from some of the Australian bodies. Obviously, I think Screen Australia were involved, but like some of the other ones. And I've been through that process myself with some TV shows that it's I've fucked. tried to get up. It's really fucked. It, they've got an agenda and they, they should because they're, they're trying to hit certain yeah. um, points. That's, that's that's their right to do. But unfortunately, it's also the reason why, because most of the funding in Australia comes from from government bodies, that a lot of our movies suck and lose that entertainment value. Yeah. And that's what I fucking loved walking out of this one. Like, I was 100% entertained the entire runtime. And it kind of clicked to me like, yeah, we've talked about misery porn for Australian cinema. Uh, and don't get wrong, there's plenty of great Australian films out there and we should definitely go hunting for them. But for the ones that I think that stand out or just sort of generic or like it's using the same cast and crew we've seen a million times and it feels like the same movie we've seen before. Yeah. And it's and the thing that I think I kind of clicked for me is like, I'm not feeling entertained. Like um, there are moments that are good or performances that are good or even some direction that it can be good. But it, the overall experience doesn't feel as entertaining as some other movies that really connect with me. Yeah, you can admire aspects of a film without right. being engaged by it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the difference with this. There are parts of this. It is a low-budget Aussie film and it looks similar in some ways to mm. other Aussie films that are in the misery porn Got bracket. You. Yeah. Yeah. The hook here is that it's a genre piece, which yes. we very rarely do. Yep. And it's fast. so much so that when it happens, it's a big it's like it's worth it's notable. It's worth which is like about. so psycho. Like obviously we mentioned Wolf Creek before. Yeah. Like our genre, especially horror, like 
Australia is like born and bred for horror because we are a dangerous country. That's how, that's how the rest of the world sees us yeah. as a dangerous country in terms of our flora, fauna, landscape, and definitely for some of our people. Um, so it's like crazy to me that we that that Australian cinema and the funding bodies don't embrace horror. Obviously, as weird as have well and truly learned at this point, horror is the perfect vehicle for exploring dramatic stories, yep. but just layering them in genre to also give them that little bit of edge, that little bit of something juicy for you know people like ourselves who love that genre. Stuff. Well, if you think of the most successful Australian films the last however many years in terms of finance, in terms mm. of box office, in terms of getting people's careers launched, yeah, it's your sores, yeah, it's 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 this, yeah, it's, it's Wolf uh, Creek, Wolf yeah. Creek, like the things that have done super well have been horror, and then occasionally you'll get like an Animal Kingdom comes along and, and right. does really well, but even then you've got that's crime genre, Correct. like you know what I mean, so like it. It's so crazy to me that Australia doesn't lean into that because for me, like you're tapping into these bigger audiences that are like, you know, looking for something like this, especially like, again, we've watched a lot of horror movies now and we're sort of starting, we've we've hit a few of the mainstream ones. We're starting to look further afield because we want to explore other countries. We want to explore smaller horror films. Like once you get into the genre, you're like, what else is out there? Absolutely. And so for Australia to give like, again, the beautifulness of this of being so deeply Australian without being that over the top. Oh, g'day, mate, Australian. Yeah, it's Australian, but it's like it's doing it all overseas. Like, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of buzz around it overseas because it's the premise. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. it's it's the yeah. hook. It's it is literally the genre, and yeah. it delivers on the premise as yeah. well. Which yeah, is it's like, not, yeah, it's not yeah. just the idea; it's the execution. Yeah, of it. and yeah. I'm I'm so staggered that we don't make more horror films. In it Australia. seems so baffling, dude. Our, our, we used our to. Our well, I feel like we used to. Our model is. Things have to be low budget just out of necessity. Of course. So yeah. why not go for like if you think about cinema and I'm I guess I'm mainly thinking of America. Yeah. But even every country. Yeah. What's got the greatest hit rate? Yeah. And it'd have to be horror in terms of like low production. Yeah. yeah. Extreme box office. Yeah. It's horror. Look, why don't, Saw, why don't they embrace Saw is the that? perfect example of it's that. It's shocking to me yeah. that Saw was such a like this enormous franchise success. Right. And we're about uh, to get Saw X this I'm, year. I'm sure yeah. there were. I'm sure there were Aussie horror films in the wake of that. I can't really think of what they. Well, no, are. They're, they're but be like, heaps. it should have, things should have exploded, and we should have. I guess it was probably more of a quantity overwhelmed at that point. Right, and the quality was never the quality there to was catch dipping, on. But yeah. like, they need to study the successes and be like, why do these work? Yeah, For sure. Problem is, and sadly, sit, that often doesn't happen. We sit yeah. down and we're like, let's make Snowtown. Yeah, mm. but then like the flip side of that is, and I'll I'll go into bat for it. Is you've got obviously. Saw and those sort of things, Wolf Creek doing really well, Animal Kingdom. But even as recently as um, The Stranger, which was on Netflix. Yeah. yeah great. Like that was unreal. But again, crime horror. Yeah. We do we do good genre stuff. And I think it's just such a shame. One of the hardest things I think, particularly for, for filmmakers in this country that I know, is that in order to get funding, you need to have, be a proven success. So mm. to get first-time film funding, so as in it's specifically a bracket of funding for a first-time filmmaker, you need to prove that you've made a film before. Yeah. Which is so antithetical to what- Right. Like you what look at these- kind of circular bullshit logic? Oh, yeah, it, it feels insane. like an impossible task. Yeah. yeah. Like you look at these these boys, right? They were doing YouTube clips when you were a teenager. Right. And they've been doing that for years and they've Does finally the had a Does the time of that check movie. out? I, I don't even know. Maybe it was- Maybe I was watching it when I was 20. I, I, mm. I don't know. But yeah, that's the thing. I have so much respect for it. This is their first film. Mm. But- That's fucking good. You know, sometimes we watch a first film, we're like, whoa, how was their first film so good? Yeah, yeah. But these guys, you do actually you know, have to concede there's so much that goes into getting to the point of doing the first film. And right. It's like, it's like the Blue Tongue production guys. Like, same thing. Yeah. Like you see all their little shorts and stuff and yeah. their stunt things. Yeah. But um, just on this, though, the directorial debut thing, yeah. the trivia, there was a, they were tapped to do a DCEU film 
don't know what, don't know what it was, mm. don't know what the property was, and they turned it down because they wanted this to be their directorial debut. Yeah, right. It's crazy. They Great got moved just quietly. Oh, offered one yes. of them as a debut. Is yeah, right. They they won't stick around in Australia for very long. No. <laughs> so yeah, to finish my chat about that video. So like I said, go watch it, but. Yeah, you see them basically find out they're in Sundance. They're telling their cast. They're telling some of the crew. They're telling their dad. It's fucking beautiful. Then we follow them to Sundance. And then it's just 10 minutes of just them losing their mind as the next over-the-top, amazing, insane, awesome thing happens from Jordan Peele giving them a video call, Steven Spielberg wanting to tell them he loved their movie, uh, to sell out crowds at Sundance, to finally there's this great- little moment where they're just literally in an alley. It's like snowing because it's fucking Sundance uh, and their agent or whoever comes up and basically whispers to them like they got on camera, which is so awesome, but whispers to them, A24 picking it up. Great. And they're just like stifling their like joy and like, and then at the end of the video, like honestly, I recommend going out and watching it, for, especially if you're, if you are an Australian and you're, you're, you want to want to be a filmmaker or even if you're like from Canada and UK, it's hard everywhere. Like, let's be honest, go watch this because it is so inspiring. And then yeah, at the end, they're like, yeah, yeah so thanks for watching us cry for 10 minutes because it's basically, <laughs> You know, they, that's they'll get offers to do everything, basically. Oh, big time, mate. Yeah. Like, and I won't begrudge them not making Aussie films because yeah. there is no real thing here to- Like, what are they going to do if they stay here? Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll probably do a bit of what like Wannell and Wan have done where they do stuff overseas, but they bring Aussies with Some them. Some Aussie talent. Yeah. I think they'll keep- They seem stuff. real close. So, even their cast, um, I think even- the, Was it Haley the character- yeah, um, Zoe Tarakis. Yeah, so I think they've been in some of their short films as well. It's like they're reusing people they've always yeah, used, great. which is beautiful. Um, and they just like, again, in this video that I watched, they seem so close to them and it's it's gorgeous. It's honestly gorgeous to watch. Uh, and then another little piece of trivia behind the making of this one. I, I think I've got my facts right here. So, Daly Pearson, who's sort of one of the co-creators of Bluey. There's this Joe Bird is really the creator and writer of Bluey, the, the kid's show. But Daly Pearson is like- the main producer and then kind of became creator in the second season, which I don't fully understand how all that works. But either way, big part of that, he's a, he's, he's, he runs Ludo, the, the animation company that yep. does Bluey. Um, the idea came from him hmm. for this movie, which is like crazy for this kid, this guy who's known for this amazing kids show. And apparently, yeah, he had the idea, called up the Raka Raka boys. I've got this idea. Let me pitch it to you. Pitch it Great. to him. And that's how it kicked off from there. It's a, it's, all right, we've talked about the process of the industry. Just idea, yeah, fucking unreal, yeah, yeah. And you know what I love about it? It's just in. Like you, they go to the. There's, they're watching. She's watching clips on like TikTok and Instagram of people doing it at a party. You see this weird clip at the start where this guy's brother is freaking out and then stabs his brother and mm. then does that horrific knife to his own head. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. And that's the first five minutes. That's effective. But like. There's no real explanation as to the law because it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't actually matter. Oh, yeah. There's that great bit where they're like, Joss is talking the story and Haley's like, it's a medium, not a yeah. psychic. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're wrong. I heard it was a Satanist. I heard like all these little things, but it's just, it doesn't matter how these two guys have got it. It doesn't, mm. well, you kind of learn later that they got yeah, it. Yeah. We, the we kind of get that prologue and then it, it comes back around. Yeah. But again, it doesn't really matter how they get it. It's just like they've got this creepy hand. When you touch it and you say, you do the thing, you say, talk to me, you'll see a spirit. Yeah. And then you say, I let you in. Bang, you've got 90. And I love also they're like, you've got 90 seconds. That's yeah, great. That's crucial, yeah. I think. You get all the information you need so fast, so quick. It doesn't ever feel like exposition because, again, no, yeah. it just feels like, hey, we're doing something fun at a party. Like, do you know what it reminded me of? Mm. I don't know if you guys ever did this. Did you ever do that thing where you'd make yourself faint? 
Well, like people oh, make themselves I know, just, yeah. curl no, up I'm in the ball, hyperventilate, and then yeah. stand up, and someone comes up, bear hugs you, and you, you pass out. Yeah, nah, not for me. No, I never did that. <laughs> no. no, I never did it because it, it, it literally—it's yeah. like it's dangerous as fuck because yeah. it actually shuts the oxygen off yes, to your brain. Yeah. But yeah, people used to do that at parties all the time, and people were like get in a circle, and someone would explain how it would work, and then someone's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do it." Yeah, and then someone would do it. Like it's all those dumb, dumb things you yeah. do. So that it just felt so organic, and then and then you're in, and then it's happening, yeah. and it, you're seeing it, and it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. And it's such an awesome premise and the, it's done so effectively and so creepily. And then you get that brilliant montage the second time they do it where they're all just having fun. Yeah. And you're like, this is so dangerous. Good times. This is so That montage so to me is everything for this movie because for all, actually, before I go into that, because I want to ask my our question. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Were we scared? Yeah. Fuck yes. Big time, big time. So back to that montage real quick. That montage is when I realized how uncomfortable I was because that's like the fun part of the movie. Yeah. But I can't help knowing I'm watching these teenagers be teenagers. They're having a great time. It's a beautiful little montage of them having a great time, being silly with the hand, you know, all kind of goofing out over it. And meanwhile, I'm like, you are digging a hole you can't get out of. Like you are making all the worst choices and I'm starting to feel unwell with how how I know where this is going. I was yeah. like uh and it's just the that montage to me does encapsulates that so beautifully of our of that disconnect between our characters and our audience. And I think it's playing it perfectly of like we're fully getting their emotions, but we're also fully getting the emotions we're meant to be getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. uh it's like the in terms of the structure, it's the act two success part. Yeah. Which yeah, like you said, it's supposed to be the nice warm part. Yeah. Yeah. But it also feels like they've turned that into like kicking the stones where it's like you're all fucked now. Yeah. The issue is by that point when they're doing that second montage. Sorry, yeah. Sean, but the issue is that by that point we already know Mia's gone for longer than ninety seconds. Yes, she did ninety-five seconds. That happened before that. Yes. Yeah, it's, cra- it's it. crazy that that happened, and then they still kick yep. on and have a great time. Well, yeah. she That's why fine. you can't enjoy it because she you're like, no, fine. no, but that that no, no. Yeah. Doors open now, yeah. and and even how Haley says to her, they're like, "Are you all right?" You went a little bit over, and then like that's it. We're brushed yep. on, like, and that we went a little bit over. All of us are going. That's not well. The rule said ninety seconds, yeah. and then you get that great yeah. shot of like later that night she's lying in bed, and Riley comes and like hops into bed because he's scared. Yeah, yeah. And just as they're falling asleep, that hand just comes out and like oh, reaches yeah. towards her, and that's so early in the movie. Yeah, and that's before they do the second hand. Yeah, stuff, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely. And that's fucked. so perfect because until then, like. 
we're like, oh, should maybe it is okay, maybe it is okay. And it's such a quick little moment that says, no, we are very much not okay. Yeah, the bit where they're like, oh, you went a little bit over, you're okay. Yeah. It's so much of it too is them just- them being internally scared as yes, well and being like, yes. yeah, she, you okay? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. Keep doing yeah. it. It's cool. Let's keep going. Let's yeah, keep yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, one of the big moments I want to talk about and definitely on the scare fronts is when the little brother- Riley. Riley, thank you. He's a jet too. So, that moment where <sighs> he does it and obviously, and it goes real fucking wrong and we get that brutal- like that is sickening of him going. Like uh, spoilers, obviously for anyone who <laughs> hasn't listened to the show, I guess before we we are about to drop some spoilers. Uh, but him going around and just smashing, smashing his, his face and head and nose and all of it against any surface, and no one can stop him breaking his sister's hand. Oh my god, <sighs> it's gross and it's so brutal. So the thing I in the moment I just had that was the worst time for me. Yeah. Uh, but in in retrospect, I'm like, fuck, that's such an incredible. So that's our midpoint basically. Mm. And that's the sort of thing where it's like, that could have been our second act turn. That could have been what felt like our worst point moment. And I think this is something that I, I know from my own stories, like the, the first screenplay I ever wrote, that's kind of the mistake I made. I My second act turn, I actually needed to bump it up to my midpoint because then now we're going to get a more interesting follow-on. Yeah. And it's because basically you've, you've one, raised the stakes because the worst thing you can think of, you've, you're chucking your midpoint, which means things are still going to get worse. We're still going to get to a new worst point moment, which has to be even higher. But it's also, and now we have to also deal with the consequences of this insane thing that's just happened. Yeah. And so I, yeah, on retrospect, I think that's such a great moment to chuck in the midpoint and not save till later. It's it's one showing how horribly, horribly dangerous this can go. Like we kind of had the we had the tension of it, we had the sense of how bad this could go. Obviously, they're teenagers making terrible choices, and then to go, bam, here it is. Here is like the most innocent one amongst us is gonna get as fucked up as a person can get and still stay alive. Yeah. Especially because you get that threat earlier when Mia's doing it mm. and she's possessed and she does that thing where she's like, he's looking at you and she looks yes, like, oh, yes. he's going to split you up, split you right up, split you in half, I think, yeah. or split you. He's going to split you. Yeah. You run like to Riley. Yes. So, yes. you know, the minute he's like, I want to do it, you're like, no, that thing wants him. Yeah. There's a thing out there that wants him for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, don't do it. But then also the problem, the thing that fucks this movie up so much more is that that like extra ten minutes that you just see like Miranda Otto come home and helping with the homework yeah. and the, the interaction that she picks up the brother she has that little play fight with her friend who's now dating her like all these little per- interpersonal things I think I turned to you in the cinema and I was like damn I love them all yeah like, I'm in so much trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and then you are you're in you are in so much fucking yeah. trouble and every decision that Mia makes makes sense too which is the worst part yeah and then it's like the worst part oh, fuck and then in the second <laughs> half definitely this is where I was like feeling sick in my guts to the point of like I said this to you boys afterwards like I've never wanted to look at my phone so much and I was so conscious because we're in the cinema I would never look at my phone in the cinema but literally I like I felt that pull to look at it not because I gave a fuck what was on my phone I just needed a break I just needed like that little moment of escapism and stop worrying for these characters because especially again that midpoint we see how bad this is there is no there is no sort of uh misunderstanding anymore this is really fucking bad don't use the fucking hand and then all these things of her justifying why we should actually use the hand again. Oh, we even need to go back to him and use it in the hospital. And you're just like, you are making the- Like, I get your rationale, but you are making the <laughs> worst decisions. And I have to sit here and watch you make yeah. them and watch the consequences of you making no, these terrible decisions. No, blew the decisions. candle out. We'll do that next time. Yeah. And they're like, like, oh, did it work? Oh, no, let's do it again. Don't do it again. Stop fucking doing it. I had my phone in my pocket. 
and I checked the time like three times during yeah. the movie because I just wanted it to end. Yeah, because it's sm- it smothers you with dread yes. the whole movie Ugh. more so than like. Trying to think if there are specific jump scares. There's a, there's a couple. There are a couple, but none of them like stand Not out in my huge, memory. No, what stands no. out is just like the whole vibe of the entire. Like yeah. it's a, it was in like a tight ninety. Mm. The whole it's ninety-eight minutes. Or okay, yeah, minutes. it was tight. The yeah. whole thing was just like you can't really breathe. No, no, even in the fun section at the start. Yeah, you're just kind of like, no, nah, I can't. Like, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fucked. And I also think they need to sell the hand. Yeah. Like in real life, I mean. Oh, oh right. They, they need a 24 cell. Like, I remember with everything ever at once, you could buy rocks with the Yeah, rocks. and you, and you yeah, bought like right. that great, there was some book that came with it. Yeah, yeah, I bought a coffee table book of it, but also like. They need a coffee they, table they, hand. They, they do tie in stuff like that <laughs> no, all the time. Like, I know no, you, they should. People would buy. You could buy the green light sword. I, we should, we should put hand. one in Scared Shut up, Sean. On the table. Shut up, Sean. Hey, Sean. You'd do it, wouldn't you? Don't uh, wink at him. I reckon him. you're on board as well. 90 seconds, that's all it is. I reckon you're on board. As long as. 90 seconds. Holy shit. 90 seconds of courage. That's yeah. all you need. Can you go the triple of what you usually have? Well, no, it's just 30 seconds for each of us. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's, that's true. it. Mm. 90 seconds is the maximum you can do it for. You don't have to do it for 90 seconds. Oof. We'll get to this at the back yeah. half of the episode. Okay, but, Tom, okay, okay. Um, if there was a hand, would you be open to it in Scaredy Studios? As in if we bought one? Yeah, as like a centerpiece on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime we have a guest on, they have to do it. Yeah. Scaredy Studios is my house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I will talk to your wife. I don't know why you're talking to Tom about it. Talk to me, mate. I don't want that in my house. It's a democracy. <laughs> Two votes to one. Yeah, and we get a guest in on the show. They have to hold the hand for 91 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that, Um. yeah, they... A24 will sell a hand because they, they sold right. what's the name oh, sword for Green Knight. They've sold yeah, stuff. Okay. They sold a sword? Yeah, you could buy a lamb. For Green Knight? For Green Knight. You could buy his sword, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's sold out, like limited run. But you could Absolutely buy like a stuffed would. lamb of the lamb from lamb. <laughs> no, like, thanks. I'm more interested in the sword. That's great. <laughs> but you, you get, like A24 do a lot of tie-in shit. Good on them. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I've Why got, not? I've got a coffee table book. I've got- You could make that hand. Yeah. Yeah, I got a green knight board game. Sorry, Damo, I'll make one for you. No, I love when you get arts and crafts. I don't want you to thing, put worry. the effort in this yeah. one. Yeah. It's such a cool, iconic artifact. Too. It's immediately, and again, we talk about like with horror yeah, iconic yeah. stuff. That yeah. hand is immediately an iconic artifact. Yeah, like you, you could go to Halloween and carry that with you, and yeah. that's like part of your costume. That's all you need straight yeah, away. Yeah. Yep. Great. Well, like so, let's talk about some of the because again, this is this is. I don't know if we can go all the way to say it's low budget, but it's definitely mid budget. Like it's low mid budget. I'll tell you what the budget is. Yeah, do. I'm on the case. Um, but I think what they did so well is like they, for things like the hand, where they put the time and effort to create the right artifact for this thing that is inherently scary for whatever reason. And then same for the two things. One, the 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 ghouls, I guess. I don't know what spirits or whatever we are when we see them. Mm. They look pretty awful. And it's like, again, usually get that quick shot of them. We don't have enough time to get truly... Uh, used to them by any means, but especially that one that's like being drowned or something like that. Like yeah. really, really terrible. The, to- the toe eater. The toe eater. Oh, yeah. You see her for so long. Yeah. Um, just a quick one. Right. Uh, the, the budget is estimated 4.5 mil. That's so low. For okay. US. And then so far it's worldwide gross is 27 mil. Yeah, that's, that's juicy. And that's, that's gone up. Start. When I looked at it the other day, it yeah. was only 20. So it's gone up seven. Well, that's now. competing against Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. And it's finding its own ground. Yeah. Like, that's massive. Yeah. Cop that, Indy. Take yeah. that. It is a point of difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the spirits, the ghouls. And then also when they themselves immediately got possessed, that how they just obviously there's the eyes, there's like the deep rings under their eyes. Yeah. Like, I love that they immediately, the person who's possessed looks. Terrifying, yeah. like there's, there's the creepy. smash whip of them being thrown. Back oh with. yeah, they actually like yeah. again. So like they've thought of all these clever ways, these low budget ways to visually show this is this is a scary, awful happening. It's fucking amazing. I just want to say I've just remembered my favorite 
my favourite line of the whole movie when the possessions are happening, which is the second possession scene with the yo, this spirit's a cunt. <laughs> so good. So Australian. Yeah, Just yeah. Like, so funny too. That's great. Um, all right. Can I ask you, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? <sighs> no, nah, like a lot of dumb decisions. Terrible However, decisions. Yeah. No, but it's sort of, Teenagers. It's baked into the movie, though, that you can totally understand why the decisions have been made. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a part of you that's like, well, I can't be too critical. Right. right. I, I get exactly what's driving this person to do this. Yes. Yeah. But still, yeah, really dumb. You yeah, even get a hint yeah. of it early on in that first prologue scene where the brother comes to get his younger brother from the party mm-hmm. and he's like, Pop, it's all right. I'm not listening to Pop. And he's like, Pop's dead. Don't like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And so they already sow the seed that like, and there's, then there's a throwaway line later on that they'll pretend to be people. Yes. And so yeah. you've got someone who is missing their dead mum yep. who went overboard and who makes bad- And you've already seen she makes she makes bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. Just not because of any other reason. She's just a teenager who makes- She's impulsive. She puts her yeah. hand up straight. I'll do it. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll try it out. Like, she's looking for something. She's reckless. Yeah. She's impulsive. She bends the rules a little bit. Yeah. So the minute she ends up in this situation, every choice she makes from, mm. that, from the midpoint on of the movie- even the even the decision to be like, all right, we'll let Riley have a go. All of those yeah, decisions yeah. make sense. Like for who she is, she even justifies being like, we won't do ninety seconds. He'll just yeah. do forty. We'll yeah, but keep even it short. Yeah, you can look at her decision there to let him do it and be like, she kind of knows exactly what it feels like to be excluded and mm, to feel mm. like a loser, and she's just trying to help him out. Yeah, she yeah. cares yeah. about. She it. She cares about. It's an, it's an act of love letting him do it. She and even it's puts horrendous a, the yeah. results. It's, she puts yeah. a barrier around what he's doing. She yeah, says, yeah. "No, you're not doing it for the full ninety. You're going to do it for this until yeah. supposed mum shows up, and then you see that moment where she's like holding his hand in the hand still, yeah. and yeah. Haley tries to yeah." Again, you that understand every me. choice she makes, yeah. why she makes it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. None of the choices are good. None of the choices are good. But here's the other thing. I think, again, because we get enough of the pieces of, of us going, this isn't her mum, which, again, I think is great. There's like, at the start, there's ambiguity. I, I generally is like, okay, it is her mum. Why not? That makes It could be any spirit. Yeah. And then once we go, no, they can impersonate anyone. Or I think they know you. Once they're inside you, they just kind of know all this stuff about you. I think it's pretty ambiguous for quite a long time, though. Because yeah, yeah. you still have that where you think, oh, it's probably not her, but but what if? What if it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, which is, which is the hope. Has I think the whole, the, the hope sort of carries Yeah, they kind of, they kind of hold it a bit in both hands. And then to me, there is a tipping point where we're like, this is definitely not her mum. Yes. But she hasn't had that tip yet. No. Yeah. And that's when I really felt- It was clever. We're bad. We're in trouble here. Yeah. It's it's the bit where the dad finally shows her the suicide note. And yeah. Because like, Sheevan says, yeah, dad told me it was an accident. Yeah. And the dad's like, it wasn't. She did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the spirit tells her he's lying. Yes. And she immediately believes the spirit. You're because like, of course she does. <sighs> because of course she does. Don't. Dad's opening up. Yeah. yeah. Thinking, like, you, like, again, it's that perfect- Fuck. It's that perfect thing of- for whenever you're telling a story, the way to drive your story forward is to isn't that you you enforce plot on your character. You give your character choices and the path they follow, we're following, and that's what gets us from the next plot point to the next plot point. She is given a very clear this path or this path, this choice, yep. believe in dad, reconnect. Don't let this ghost have so much power over you. Or go, yep, it's lying. And they're like, we see the repercussions of her making the wrong choice immediately. Very soon she is choking to death, seemingly, in her bedroom. And then stabs her dad in the neck. Stabs her dad in the neck. Yeah. The minute she stabs her dad, I was like, "Oh, I think, I think I know how this movie's gonna go." Right. And then it immediately went there when when her mum's like, "I'll look after him," and you're like, "Don't go kill the boy." Yeah. Oh, so so full on. But just while we're on endings, yeah, yeah, we need the to ending of this movie, the final shot of this movie. Ten stars. This is it's one of the best endings to a film I've seen in years. Brilliant. It was Brilliant. A powerhouse ending. And again, anyone, if you've got this far and you haven't watched it and you're considering checking it out, yeah. this is well and truly your spoiler warning. You've already had a couple, but yeah, 
pause, watch it, come back for these last 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah the, the third act itself, I didn't necessarily love all of it. Yeah. But it absolutely came home with a, like a 10 out of 10 ending. Her walking incredible. through the hospital and the lights slowly going Amazing. out around it. In yeah. my head, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do what I think what they're going to do. What I think they're, they're doing, yeah. She's going to get summoned by the hand. And the look of terror on her face mm. yeah. when she is summoned into that room, she's confused, and then- just as he says, I let you in, her face is horrified yeah, because she yeah. realises yep. she's dead. Uh, it's so good. And again, like oh. it, it shows oh. us from the moment she stands up on the road and we're like, okay, she's standing up. She's look, looking a bit bruised and broken. Okay. She's like, she maybe she's okay. And then it tells us, it doesn't say one word. It's just all visual where it's like, oh, time's kind of displacing and the lights are going off and oh, dad's her, walking her reflection's away. reflection's not in the mirror. The reflection's, oh, the oh, man. That, that's back. great. Sean. Because too, because your brain sort of clicks with it about a second and a half before it happens. Yeah. And then when you when it does happen, you're like, ah, oh. that's when one of those moments are like, that's just great filmmaking. Yeah. You've set that. it up. What's her greatest fear? It's look yep. in the mirror. No one's there. Well done. Uh, we've forgotten about it, which is even perfect. And then when it comes home, it comes home hard. Yeah. Oh, it's and, fantastic. Yeah, and then finally leading up to the- She's wandering the darkness, sees a, sees a little bit of light, the flame's on, she's walking towards it, and we know exactly what's going to happen. And then the great thing isn't even that when the hand isn't in Adelaide anymore. We don't know where it fucking is. No, they're is, not speaking yeah. English. They're not speaking English. So, like, the idea of that is even more scary. I don't know why, but it's just fucking- What an ending. Incredible stuff. And just one scary thing that I forgot to mention is- when you see the brother trapped in like the bit wherever he is. Oh, where the little girl's like, a- I can show you where he is. No, but oh. you see like all the, the clawing and just yep. all. It's very like event horizon. It's hell. Disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Hell. yeah it's just hell. It's fucked. Right. But it's also like, was he even there? Yeah, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And that's yeah. great imagery. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that ending. My God. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. So, boys, what would we do in this situation? I don't want to play. Wait, I, no. Part of me, Damon, this is going to be fucked. It's only 90 seconds. No, but we're, from doing the show, we're all smart enough to immediately be like, no, no, no. We're not going to do that. No, no. I'd say talk to me, but I wouldn't let it in. All right. Well, you're fucked. Talk to me is different. I just see it and then it's over. Yeah, I'm concerned now that I would. I'm not doing the, I let you in. I'm not that stupid. Yeah. But I do talk to me. So would you, Sean. I think think Tom would, Sean, I think your 30 seconds would would do you bad. And then the problem is once he said talk to me and he's seen it, the 30 seconds would kick in. He'd say let me in. I'll let you in. Depends what spirit, what thing I see, though. You reckon? Yeah, it depends if I want to fight it. (laughs) (laughs) Internal fight? Do you let it in for longer than 90 seconds to see if you could expel it on your own? (laughs) To shit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because that's the other great thing is that she's convinced that this kid's trapped and he's dying. And the friend Jade is like, no, no, he's actually getting better. Because as they say, over time, it'll lose its strength. Yeah. So he'll actually be fine over time. Yeah. All she has to do is nothing. All she has to do is nothing. So for me, I know that I I I think I've got a pretty good uh, example that I've I've shared on this pod before of why I actually would never do the hand because I would be in the other room reading a book. It would yeah. be. Yep. We know this from for anyone who hasn't listened before. One of my early horror movie experiences when I was like twelve or thirteen. Classic thing at a party. All the lads were there. Popped on. I think it was Hannibal. And I said, "That's great. You guys have a good time." It's not for me. I'm a scaredy boy. I'm a coward. I'm going to go read my fantasy book in the other room. And I did exactly that. Checks out. Friend's mum brought me some biscuits. I had a lovely time. I had a lovely evening. Glass of warm milk. Yeah, Yeah. glass of warm milk. It was a great night. So, I would be in the other room with a glass of warm milk, some biscuits, a book. Yeah. Uh, Being like, geez, there's a bit of ruckus going on. This this checks out. (laughs) Incantation. Wouldn't even look at it. No. No. He sees a hand. 
He's not touching it. I'd be like, no, nah, look, that's that's okay. I'll uh, I'll have my half a beer and I'll. Uh. I'd, I'd want to know what the hand feels like. So if, but if we were teenagers, I know because no, you wouldn't. But if I was a teenager, I would absolutely have done it. hundred percent peer pressure. Yeah, you do it now, Tom. I know. <laughs> I think we. I think we're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think. Now. I still think. But I. What I mean, I would stick. I would stay in the room if you boys were doing it. I wouldn't actually go read my book. I think Tom room. would do it first. Yeah. No, and, you'd be first. Do you reckon? No, I'd be first. No, I reckon yeah. Tom would be first. Yeah, Tom would yeah, be first. Yeah. He'd be like, whoa, that was fucking cool. And then I'd have to know. Yeah. yeah. Have and then to I know. would do it. And then depending on who I see, depends how long I hold I on. I think you're- I <laughs> Just you I doing worry it. that you're the kid. You're their way in. Like, Yeah. Because Sean's sitting there and he's doing it and he's like, Adolf Hitler, I let you in. <laughs> I think I'm a- I <laughs> think, Let's go square up, cunt. <laughs> I think I'm a valuable soul and I think I'm the one they want. Oh, no, yeah. Sean. No, no. Damo's the one they want because he won't, that's he won't true. do it. They want I won't us, do it. They want us to bring him in. Damo falls asleep. I'll get just, hooked and I'll kill him, though. We just, we just slipped a hand over his hand. <laughs> oh, you yeah. pricks. Yeah. This is Damo. like the warm water trick, but a million times worse. <laughs> one thing I will say, one of the really effective- <laughs> He holds onto it and sleeps for eight hours. <laughs> <holding> on <to laughs> and we're like- oh. He wakes up in the morning, just turned inside out. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't say anything to him. No. You're right, Damo. Yeah, a bit sticky. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other, just while we're on the hand yeah, whole yeah. thing and the talk to me bit, one of the great effective scares is there's only a few times that you actually see the point of view of what they're seeing when they do the yeah. talk to me. And it's when Mia does it and I think one other time. But generally, when they do it, it's just like, oh. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's good stuff. That's really good. It's re- And again, lower budget. You don't have to, you, like, you know, we've seen it once. We've seen it quickly. We know what they're seeing now. It's more interesting, if anything, to watch their reactions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So focusing again, I think this is brilliantly made. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for whatever. Like, what comes next? Talk to me too. Obviously, talk been to me. Talk to me Ooh. with the little freaky. Well, two can't hand. because it's a prequel, right? Is it though? Well, no. They they said that they'd already shot a prequel, right? And then it's been announced that a sequel has been granted. Okay, as well, interesting. So. Fuck. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Three movies, bang bang. <sighs> uh, so basically, we we're pretty dumb. Well. I think one of us is done for. I think Sean at least. But then I'm guessing we're the ones then who have to deal with repercussions of trying to save our boy over here. Well, no, we just know time. We, we wouldn't be like Mia because yeah. we know that, no, no, it's just time. Yeah, right. We've just got to, Sean's got to wait it we out. put him in a bed. Yep, we strike his head. Strap me down. We exorcise you down, down. Mate. And then we come, we go, we, we, we're down here on a retreat. We leave you there. We come yeah. back a week later. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. leave him for a week. Yeah. So everybody wins. I yeah, come okay. back and I'm like, did you punch Hitler's ghost? And you're like, absolutely, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked him up. <laughs> Ripped that little dirty mustache off and slapped him with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cunt. <laughs> and that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been David. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scared listeners would like to help us out, you can. You can send to patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys where for five bucks a month you get access to all the beef we've got going over there. We're famously trying to make the beefiest Patreon that's ever existed. So if you want to drown in some beef, oh yeah, um, <laughs> head over to patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. We've got we've got a lot of really great stuff over there. I'm really enjoying a lot what we're what we've been playing with over there. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, otherwise you can leave us a review wherever you listen. That truly, truly does help a bunch. Like literally I, I know that it helps and it's also very nice to hear some nice messages from time to time um otherwise you can also send us an email at three scaredboys at gmail.com and please do we love getting emails so you know don't be shy if you want to say hello or, or give us a recommendation go for it and then lastly you can find us on instagram at scaredy boys podcast or on twitter at scaredy boys or individually i'm at midday pajamas i'm at carney from 55 i'm at awkward trade stay scared everyone strains are dumb as fuck 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.